Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework.
everybody y'all listening to the voice oh uh, come on now dig me if you will one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay oh, i'm gonna be honest with you i was rushing rushing this morning so but that's what it takes sometimes sometimes you have to put forth a different kind of effort you know one of the things about being successful, and I was sharing this just the other day with a young man, and uh, he asked me, he said, hey man, I just don't see how you get up that early in the morning. I just don't see how, man. It would it would kill me to get up this early in the morning. Well, I sat there and I'm listening to it because it's just a thousand times I've heard it, you know. And my life is, you know, not too different from a lot of people's lives. There's a lot of people out there that rise early. And I guess I don't know. I don't know what he wanted from me or how he wanted me to take what he said. But I just sat there, you know, just indifferent to the tones because I've heard it so many times. I don't know how you get up that early anymore. I don't know how you do all them jobs. And I just sit there, man, because I, I mean, first of all, I'm grateful to be able to have a job. I'm so grateful to be able to do one and several that I happen to enjoy doing. I mean, you know, it's work, and it's difficult at times, but it's, I mean, you know, I, I, I wanted this. You know, you you got it. You, know, you can't ask God for nothing, then he give it to you, then be mad that you got it. It don't make no sense. You know, you ask him for something, he give it to you. The problem with asking God for stuff is you, a lot of times we ask him for stuff, we don't really know what all it encompasses, what all it really is, and I ask for this. Now, Along the way, I've gotten far more than I asked for. I want you to do understand that. And, um, you know, that's that's his grace at work in my life. But I get up early and I go to work because I do understand something. That it is not walking up to you. Nobody walks up to people normally and just hand them checks all the time. And enough checks to sustain your life. And not only sustain it, but to have a life that where you could enjoy and do some of the things you want to do. That's I don't know the person that walks out, hands out that money just to be doing it. And then with a lifestyle, though, where you can, you know, give your kids a Christmas, you know, take your family on vacation, uh, you know, a year, once a year. I don't know nobody passing out that kind of money. So I get up early in the morning and I get at it. I was taught to get up early in the morning by my father. Because my father says, Ain't nothing going to come to you while you lay in there. And you know what? I it, It's just true, man. It's just a little common sense. Look, old people smart, man. They've been around a long time. You don't get, you know, some old fools out there, but you know, you don't have to deal with them. But old people are pretty smart, man. They've learned a lot along the way. And waking up early and getting at it is one of them things. And I ask everybody, man, to think about this scenario of your life. I just want you to just, I want to show you some numbers. If a day has 24 hours in it, and let's just say you choose to sleep eight of those hours because 
they tell you you need eight hours sleep. So you sleep eight hours. That's a third of your life asleep already. Just a third of your life is spent asleep if you're going to do eight hours a day. You understand that? A third of your life is spent asleep. Now, let's say you have a job that you work eight hours. It is not the job of your dreams. It's not your dream career, your dream profession. It's just the one you took, like all of us, to get it started. And then, like all of us, some of us end up having to stay there because we've created these bills and we can't because we check the check, so we can't leave it because we'll lose what what we've worked for. So let's just say you got a job that you go to work to for eight hours. That's another third of your life. That's two-thirds of your life spent doing something. Mm -mm. How do I put this to you? All right, right, Steve, just leave it there. That's two-thirds of your life. Feel how you want to feel about your two-thirds. Well, I like sleep. Okay, cool. There's a scripture about that, too. But now you spend two-thirds of your life, one on a job you don't care for if you're not happy there, or one that just pays the bills and it's not your dream job or career. Another third of your life is sleep. Oh, now let's hold on. Let's talk about the one hour of preparation that it may take to get to the job. Let's just say you wake up, you know, brush your teeth, shower, have a little breakfast, get dressed. Let's just say that's an hour. So now we're talking 16 hours, eight hours sleep, eight hours on your job. That's 16 hours. You got uh, ready time, one hour. That's 17 hours. Let's say your drive time, let's say getting to your job for the average person is anywhere between 30 to an hour. That's an average of what it takes the average person. Now, some people out there hustling way harder than that. But let's just say your average is an hour getting to work. You add another hour to that going to work. You've now spent 18 hours out of the 24 doing something that's either non-productive, you're not happy with, you're not pleased about, is not your dream job, is not your dream profession, and the rest of the time you sleep 18 hours. That's going to work. Now, you got to come from the job. So let's just say it's another hour to get back home. That's 19 hours. 19 hours out of a 24-hour day. A third of it you've been asleep. A third of it you've been on the job that you're not happy with. You took an hour to get ready to go to the job that you're not happy with, that you just spent a third of your life sleeping to get ready for. You spent an hour getting there, and you spent an hour getting back. That's 19 hours out of 24 hours. You now have five hours left in your day. Oh, you watch TV two times? Two hours a day? Okay, excuse me. Let's put now you put two hours of TV on there. You've just spent 21. You now have three hours in the day to do something super productive for the development of yourself and the future of your family and your future as a person and what you can provide for your family. Uh oh. I need to chill. I need to smoke one. Uh oh. I needed some time at Happy Hour. Seemed like all I do is drive to work and go to work. I'm going to go out with the fellas, drink one. Okay, let's say you spend two hours at Happy Hour. Nobody go to a Happy Hour just for an hour. Let's say you spend two hours at Happy Hour or smoking or some video games. Let's throw that in there. Two hours of smoking, chilling, reading the paper, video games. That's 23 hours of your day gone. Don't you see how your day slips away from you? So why would you get up early? You get up early to get a jump. You get up early to produce, to plan, 
to become productive. You get up early in the morning to care about every single minute of your day. You wake up early in the morning because you have a plan, a mission. You have something you want to accomplish. So you wake up early and you go, as the earlier you get up, the more time you have just for you to devote to your plan. You map it out. You make some, send some emails. You, you do some Google searches. Whatever it is you need to do to get your dream underway. Then you go get ready. Then you get in your car and go to work. Then you go to your job. But on your job, instead of sitting at your lunch break, messing around with a bunch of people laughing and talking about nothing, playing dominoes, why don't you take that hour to do some more research, to do some more Googling, to send out some more emails, to put some feelers out there to see what can get you in the place that you want to be. Then when you get off, instead of driving straight home, why don't you go somewhere in a meeting you know, take in a session with some people in a positive mental state, some people that's doing, you know, self-help groups or group of people that get together and network for business, not drink at happy hour. I said network for business. Then you take care of that time. So after you've done that eight that you don't really care for on the job, you spend some more time pursuing, looking into, researching, working towards, sending out some more applications, putting in uh, some more time to build your new app discussing some more networking ideas, trying to meet some new more, some more new people, putting in some more phone calls. Okay, that's your happy hour. Then when you go home, instead of chilling, drinking one, having a cold one, smoking one, playing a video game, why don't you take that two hours and devote that to that business idea you got, to that family that you talk about you really want. Spend some time with your children. Put something into them. Do something, man, with all these precious hours that God gives all of us in the course of a day. Take advantage of every minute of that. No human being has more than 24 hours a day, including myself. But if you care about every single minute of that day, you'll be amazed at how much you could get accomplished in a 24-hour day. But you can't get none of that happening because you sleep and you chillin'. And you smoking. And you good at Madden football and warlords. Okay. What has that done for you, your family, or your future? Care about every minute of your day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18, 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, here's the deal. Morning. Y'all morning, ain't speaking? Huh? Hey. Come on, Junior. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good yeah, morning. you know, act like you're glad to be up. What the yeah. guy? What? We need to wake them up, bitch. We're alive. Yeah, we yes. <laughs> so happy. Wake How you doing, up. Steve? I'm feeling some kind of way again this morning. Uh-oh. All right, here's the deal. What's Look. up? I mm. need some Stevie Wonder rocket love. Uh-oh. <laughs> you took me right in on your rock and you gave me a stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm up from heaven. You dropped me back down to this cold, cold world. <laughs> cold world. I would Take not do that to a dog, oh, baby. Uh-huh. Is it going to be that. double Stevie? Is it double Stevie? I'm going to hear that. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I want to come out of that. And then I want to hear, I know I bought it on myself. I owe no blame to no one else. And now I realize I can't get over you. Natressa Jacko. 
Seven grade. That's that's who you can't get over. Natressa Jackson. <laughs> Natressa. Yeah, I'll get over that because I ain't going to be able to say her name. <laughs> get right over that one. Yeah, I'll get they right over the past. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we broke up. Whew, that's good. Poor <laughs> relieved. Running out of yeah. saliva. <laughs> Man. Dang, Junior. <laughs> Natressa. Swallowing real hard before you say it. <laughs> So you're done, huh? You're over yeah, her. Man, you met her daddy. Uh-huh. Oh, that boy's so stupid. He said he can't get over because he can't say her name. Natressa <laughs> Jacko. Yeah, oh, Jacko. I passed her so fast. Oh. All right, let's go, Cat. Give me them James. Y'all have a good day today. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back. 34 minutes after the hour. 34 minutes after the hour, we back. Uh, All right, now, that's good. I feel better. Yeah. I feel better. That's a good way to start. Yeah. So coming up next is 30-something funny. Uh, Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Junior got something. What, what, what were you yeah. saying? Junior is going to do something today on 30-something funny. And Junior. Yes, sir. It better be funny. Well, he has some questions, right? <laughs> yeah. He has some questions, some Steve. Questions, huh? He has some questions. Oh, you got some questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh-huh. what I ain't in the mood for today is nobody do what they, don't do what they say they're going to do. Oh. Come on. Come on. Try to act like I ain't talking to y'all. But, Daddy, you're naked. <laughs> I know I'm naked. <laughs> That's the point. Oh God. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, now when I uh, get on the intercom and call them to the bathroom, they act like they don't hear. Uh, I would too, wouldn't you? <laughs> All right. Nobody doing that twice. Though. <laughs> All right, let's All get right. to Junior. He's got some questions for us. All right, Junior, what, what you got? Uh, um, you know what? Everybody, everybody, see the speech. Uh-huh, that the president gave it yeah. did. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. You yeah, saw yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to know, uh, why did we have to start off the speech? Was you commemorating the Black History Month? What we do? <laughs> yeah, like, that was the first thing that, out of his like mouth. Like, we the first one up in the speech. And then on top of that, did you know when to clap? <laughs> I didn't really know when to clap. The Republicans stood on everything. The, the Democrats well, stood on some stuff and clapped. Well, that's what they do anyway. Any president, they ain't never together. Any, I know. any president, no. that's what they do. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I don't care for that. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. Look, they did it to Obama. I don't like it. You know. Look, if we're gonna play the game, play the game. You know, if you're gonna get in there, you're gonna be respectful of the office. Then be respectful of the office. I don't like that, man. Yeah, I, it just shows division. The Democrats who don't stand up and do all that, they're representing the people who voted them into those positions, into Congress, things like that. So if their constituents aren't happy with the president, they're not going to be up there standing, clapping for the president. But they stood for quite, they stood on quite a few things that he said. But then how do everybody decide we ain't standing right now? And ain't nobody tell the black people on the front row because they just were standing. (laughs) I just just wanted to know. I didn't know that that's how we was going to be up. 
I had no idea. Well, Junior, you're not invited to that, so. That <laughs> never will be. But when yeah, am I supposed to clap? That's all I'm you saying. You ain't got to clap at all. Just sit there at your house. What was you clapping for? <laughs> you was at your house clapping? Yeah, dog. I was trying to because they was clapping. I'm trying to unify the country. <laughs> oh, okay. From my living at room. At your house? <laughs> Yeah. You're tired of the division. You no, tired. I'm tired of it. It, it, it was yeah. just like, hey, you know, we don't know what we doing. Mm. What are we getting mm-hmm. into? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that, you know, people are starting to become tired of it because we've been tired of it for a long time. Yes, man. <laughs> because for I think I'm finally time. at that point. <laughs> you know, I watched how they did uh, Barack Obama. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now I'm watching this all over again. And it's like, it's like watching the news. So finally was the first time I've ever heard CNN say anything positive about Donald Trump. Because CNN, Donald Trump can't do nothing right. Fox, he can't do a damn thing wrong. Just like with we got a Obama, ban on the Fox Muslims. Could, yep, sure do. It's yeah. great. You know, it's really not Muslims, you know. Well, who is it then? <laughs> well, damn, because it's Muslim countries. So, I'm. excuse me. Are the Irish affected by this? No. Anybody from Poland? Nobody from Poland. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next. You finished? <laughs> We're junior. moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> it's run that prank back. Junior. <laughs> so, uh, run it, Junior. Back. You don't. You don't have to clap when you listen to the presidential address in your okay. house. Well, yeah. I, I was doing my part. I was watching. I was watching uh, uh, the speaker of the house and the vice president. When they clapped, I clapped. When they stood, I oh, stood. Oh, They stood and clapped on everything. Ooh. Oh, well, you was a Republican last night then. Well, dog, I just was, everybody else was clapping. Until they they backed the camera out and I saw all the other people sitting. I said, well, maybe I need to sit down on this. (laughs) It was blue tie night, blue and red tie night. I didn't understand that. Does that have a meaning? Uh, Mm, Yeah. Well, yeah, the nation's what? uh, The colors? The colors of the the flag. And and, and of both parties, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Run That Prank Back is coming up next. Let's do that. Let's do something stupid. It's always time for that with you, huh? I feel like being stupid. How does that feel? Since when is that a feel? Yeah, how does that feel? (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back 48 minutes after the hour. Tommy, what you got, man? Lint. We running that prank back. It's called Lint. You know, what, what? he, he told, told us not to say nothing. He said not to ask you nothing about it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Lent then. Hell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Dorsey. Yeah, this is he. Who is this? This Cliff, man. I work at the post office with your wife. How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Everything cool? Yeah, everything good, man. Everything good. Um, like I say, uh, my name is Cliff, man. I wanted to reach out and holler at you about a couple of things if you if you got a minute. You got a minute? Yeah, is everything all right with my wife? Is something wrong or something? No, 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 no. Your wife good, man. Your wife good. I wanted to hit you up, man. We've been working at the post office quite a while. We've probably been in the same room a few times, man. I don't know if you, you remember meeting me or not, but... Uh, oh, okay, okay. But what I wanted to say, man, is... is uh, Trying to do better with my life, dog, and you know, just just trying to do better. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for for Lent, man, I I gave up a few things. You know what I'm saying? 
I, I just thought that would be a, a, a good thing, man, to try to the, the things that matter the most uh, or that you're addicted to, you know, you want to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? At least for Lent is what I'm trying to do. You feel me? Okay. I'm kind of confused, but what that, what they got to do with me? Well, basically, man, I'm, 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 I'm giving up for Lent. You know, I decided to give up uh, messing around with your wife. You know, because because whoa, 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 hold on, man, hold on, man. I'm at work. I don't know what you talking about, but back up and rephrase everything you just said. Well, like I say, man, for Lent, I'm trying to I'm trying to give up stuff that I'm that I'm addicted to. You know, and I decided. Okay, but well, what's that got to do with me and my wife, though, and you? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to give up. Messing around with your wife for Lent. I mean, that's what I have given up. I've given up messing around with your wife for Lent. Man, what the talking about, man? Messing around with my wife, man. I ain't got no time for no games right now. Who the is this, man? Like I what's, say, your, what's, your, what's your name again? This is Cliff, man. I, I actually worked with her for the last 10, 12 years. But but what I wanted to really let you know is, you know, her schedule probably going to change because what we used to be doing, we ain't doing, so she's probably going to be coming home a little bit earlier or things like that. But I don't, I don't want you getting addicted to it because, you know, after Lynn is over, then, you know, we'll be back what we used to do. Man, what the is you talking about, man? Hold on. My, my wife's going to be home in a minute. We're going to talk about all this shit with me, man. I'm about to Hold on, what, what, are you, are you in the city right now? Can I, can I meet with you right now? Cliff, right? Okay, okay, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say, well, like you I'm saying, I'm trying to do better, you know, I'm, I gave up. You trying to do to better? That sound like a bunch of to me. I got something for you and my wife, this is true. Okay, 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 man. I mean, ain't you feeling me though I'm trying to do better though? I ain't feeling the thing you calling me, telling me my wife. I think we need to meet up and talk about this face to face, Cliff. Oh, what you think? I mean, we we can talk right now if you want to have a conversation. Nah, nah, nah. You just uh, tell me your address, and uh, me and my wife finna just come on over there. How about that? And we we all sit down and have a little powwow. I don't know who the think you is, man, but me and my wife been together over fifteen years, and we ain't never had no problems with no like this. Like the you telling me on this phone, it sound like a bunch of crazy to me, but somebody net going to today if this is true. So what you need to do, you need to tell me your name, your number, and I don't know why you call from this block phone number. You hear me? Hey, man, I'm hearing you, man. I, what I'm saying, the reason for the call was to let you know, you know, don't get used to her schedule because after Lent, it's going to be back to the way it used to be. That's all the phone calls. Man, what the is you talking about? Well, get no, nah, no. Nah, well, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your last name, Cliff? I'm finna come find you. I'm finna come see you now, Jack. My name is Cliff. Like I say, I work at the Cliff. And I work at the post office. With so okay. Well, how come you call from a block number, Cliff? What's your phone number, man? Hey, 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 man. Listen, I'm not trying to have no confrontation with you, man. It's already a confrontation. You can call my phone from a block number. I don't know you. You don't know me. And you telling me you been my wife. Are you serious? Did you know she was married? Well, I mean, what you mean? Did you know she was married? Yes or no? I mean, yeah, I, knew, I mean, yeah, I knew she was married. Okay, well, that is. You knew that from the jump, so that means you've been disrespecting me from the jump. So now I got to get in your now. You just been told off on yourself. So irregardless, I'm coming to see you today, Jack. Hey, and, and my name ain't Jack, man. My name Cliff. But you're not. Hey, I'm not. Okay, finna well, look here, like Cliff. I, said, I don't have no. Huh? I'm not trying to have no confrontation. I just wanted you to be aware of the schedule. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm definitely aware I'm not, Cliff. Who the hell is you, hey, man? Hey, man, another thing, man, is I want to say this here. Like, I, I, know, I know your tattoo on uh, your name on her lower back. I've seen that. Uh, it's a Dorsey what? right there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on, man. You telling me you didn't seen the tattoo on her back? Is that what you telling on, me? On her lower back, man. Right, 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 right on above her tailbone. Yeah, I seen it. Dorsey, your name Dorsey, right? Man, who the f is this, man? What's your real name? Hey, man. Hey, dog. Calm down, man. Are you are you cool with the now, schedule change? Calm down. You call my phone. Are you cool with the schedule changing is what I'm asking. What? Are you cool with her schedule changing? You see what I'm saying? Her schedule going to come back to normal once Lent is over with. I gave up messing around with her for Lent, man, but not for him. I'm not cool with a thing. I'm about to be cool in your face in a minute. Now, tell me your name, tell me your number, and your real address, and we're going to talk about all this in person. Okay. All right. What? what my name? What's my, your name? My, uh, I'm a, my name Tommy, man. Okay, now we getting somewhere. Tell me what. I mean, they, I mean, why you need my last name? Cause I'm finna come see you. What you mean? Why I need your last name? Hold on, hold on. Somebody get Angie on the phone. Hey, hold on. Don't go nowhere. We finna get Angie on the phone right now, and we gonna settle this right now. Hold on. Get on the phone. Call her. Call her for real. Yeah. Tell me who. What you scared of? Okay, man. They call me nephew Tommy. Oh, who? My name nephew Tommy from Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> hell no! She <laughs> didn't set me up, man. Man, your wife got me to prank call you, man. She texted you, said I left. I just left the house. Call him now. Oh, <laughs> that's why ain't answering the phone. <laughs> It was over for you, man. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all wrong for this, man. This need to be against the law, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, baby. What's the baddest radio show in the land, man? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, I guess. Did you like that, Unc? Uh, yeah. You like that, Steve? <laughs> I gave up his wife for Lent. Now, after Lent, I'll be back at his wife. Wow. And you, you know what? Me and you, man. We can make a lot of money together because the people you got in your phone, if I prank them, that's millions. Boy, let me prank Halle Berry. No, here's who Denzel you should prank. Washington. Here's who you Give should me prank. Him. Samuel L. Jackson. Baby, we ain't uh, got that, enough. That's beef. who you should we're, prank. <laughs> Don't get that. We're not gonna be able to run that. <laughs> that's who you should prank. Who put these snakes on that <laughs> plane? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, um, so Gary from Chicago, remember him? He was the darling of the Academy Awards Sunday night after he and several other tourists unknowingly crashed the ceremony in a prank uh, uh, set up by Jimmy Kimmel, who was the host. Now, we know that Gary, his name is Gary Allen Coe, had just been out of jail three days. Did you know that? Three days prior to his moment in the spotlight, he had served 20 years for petty theft. He had just been out of jail for three years. If you watch the Academy Awards, yeah, you know him as Gary from Chicago. He was one of the tourists that, um, like I said, unknowingly crashed the ceremony. And thanks to Jimmy Kimmel, Gary and his fiance were very adorable. I, I mean, you know, hey, he did his time. Now he's living his life, you know, <laughs> three he's days out and he, three days out and he's already at the Academy Awards and everyone knows who he is. It's Gary Freaking from Freakers. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Just wanted to throw that That's out. really, really what? amazing, though. It is. It really years is. 20 for petty theft? Yeah. He served 20 years. And he had just gotten out three days ago. No wonder he was so happy and so chilled and had his phone out and everything. Taking pictures. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. What, what, what should be all congla- congratulatory. Mm-hmm. Watch, watch, watch what they'll do. There's some demented people out here, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Social media is Keep his head up. Take that blessing. Go on about your business. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve. Introduce himself. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here. The lovely, the talented, the one and the only, Miss Ain Tripp. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. There are calls for U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions to be called to account for the two meetings he supposedly had with Russian officials, according to a report now on the Washington Post. Meetings the newspaper says he had while working as a surrogate for Donald Trump's campaign. Now, during his confirmation hearings, Sessions said he never met with any Russian officials. And now his colleague, South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, tells CNN that there might just might be reason for a closer look. If there is something there... And it goes up the chain of investigation. It is clear to me that Jeff Sessions, who is my dear friend, cannot make this decision about Trump. So there may be not there may be nothing there. But if there's something there that the FBI believes is criminal in nature, then for sure you need a special prosecutor. Now, Sessions says the allegations false. He says he met with many world leaders as a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee. Seven Baltimore cops accused of stealing money and property from people, pulling them over at traffic stops for no reason and taking thousands of dollars. They're also charged with claiming about a half a million dollars in overtime they never worked. One of the officers accused of being part of a heroin drug ring. This past Sunday was the fifth anniversary of the murder of Trayvon Martin by a ne'er-do-well cop wannabe named George Zimmerman. His parents have released a book on their youngest son, and it's entitled Rest in Power, The Enduring Life of Trayvon Martin. His father, Tracy, tells MSNBC why they wrote it. We wanted people to see uh, who we were as as people, who Trayvon was uh, as, a, as a teenager. Uh, and we don't feel as though we, we got the chance to really show the world who he re- truly was. It's called Rest in in power. The accounting uh, firm Price Waterhouse says the two employees charged with giving those nominee and award envelopes at the Oscars are not going to be doing it next year. And today is National Read Across America Day, National Banana Cream Pie Day, and National Get Rid of Your Old Stuff Day. In other words... Well, I guess that's what they mean by good riddance to bad rubbish. I guess that's what they mean. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, thank you, Miss Ann, as always. Hey, this, there's a new survey out, guys, that finds that 71% of people believe their lives would be better with more money. I mean, we've all said that, boy, if we just had more money, ooh, if we had the money to do this or whatever, whatever. Um, but uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it would make them happy, okay? In fact, only 40%, according to the survey, 40% of the people believe that money brings meaning to their lives, and a whopping 81% say that people obsessed with money aren't really experiencing the true meaning of life. So here's a question. Do you believe your life would be better with more money? Hmm. Hey, uh, Shirley, aren't, <laughs> aren't you obsessed with money, don't you? No, I'm not obsessed. Obsessed? Oh, I thought you I'm obsessed with I thought shoes. you were. <laughs> no. Okay. I thought Here, money here's, was a big thing for you. Here's the question. You're obsessed with shoes? <laughs> I like shoes. <laughs> Are they free? <laughs> I mean, of course, you, I money. know you have to have money to get shoes. I mean, I'm obsessed with them. I don't get every pair that, you know, I become obsessed with, though. 
So here's a question. Do you believe your life would be better with more money or would you be happier if you consumed less? Mm. 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 So if you want more money, yeah, you could be happier with more money. Is that your belief? Or should you just cut back and 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 be happy? I can't mm-hmm. cut no further back. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back here. Now. I, I can't get back no more. That's what, G? I'm back here. You already back there. You Consume less. I need more money. All right. So that's the question. Call us 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. Speaking of you, Steve, let's, let's start with you. What? <laughs> Cut back. <laughs> if you if you had, I mean, would your life be better? Of course, we know the answer because you're rich. Um, uh, but do you think you could be happy if you consumed a little less? Do you need everything? You know that you. Of course, you can yeah. buy it because you're rich. Yeah. yeah what? You but need do you it need all? all of it though. I need everything I can. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. Uh-huh. I got news for you. And want some more. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you continue no. to ball. And, it's and, out and, here. and not finna sit up in here and feel bad or guilty about it. Right. Because some poor minded ass person, now nah, I was, I could cut back. I ain't cutting back a damn thing. What? What? <laughs> what? 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 I don't want a nice car. Why? <laughs> No, nah, man, I, I lived in cramped quarters my whole life. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what it was like to get a big house. I got big house. I like big house. I like big hotel like big rooms. furniture. Big furniture. Mm-hmm. I got a big life. Now, listen to me. If you, you don't do. want that, that's okay. That's okay as well. Exactly. But I, I'm that person that wants more. Mm-hmm. And that's because I've learned too. something about money. Money is a tool. It don't make you happy. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. But it don't make me sad either. <laughs> Poverty made me sad. Yes. <laughs> Poverty made me sad a lot. Couldn't get this. Couldn't get that. Couldn't go here. Couldn't go there. Mm-hmm. And it ain't nothing wrong with it. Maybe you don't want to go nowhere. Maybe you don't want nothing. Then you can be cool with that. It's just people are cut. People have their own way. That's right. I, I enjoy it. What success does is very difficult. I wish it wasn't as hard. Mm-hmm. I wish that all the stuff that comes with being successful didn't come with it. And I'm on top of that. I'm famous. So I would love for the stuff that come with fame not to come with it. But mm-hmm. the Bible tells you that to whom much is given, much is required. So yeah. well, let know, me ask as rough this as it is. All right. Well, coming up <laughs> with his butterfly blog, <laughs> the butterfly waiting in the wings. We'll be right back. We'll be back at 18 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, Eugene is going to take a break. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't heard from him in a while. Uh huh. Oatmeal is in the building. Oatmeal, you coming up? Hi, hey, look at your what's up, Steve Harvey. Hey, I was saying too. <laughs> hey, dog, on the real, you already know, dog. You, you my dude. Uh, <laughs> but I, I let you know, I'll let when we come back. But look at Steve Harvey. I'll let uh, when you meet with Trump. I'll let down. That's what black America needed, dog. But they ain't even doing that. Nah. Ha! They realized it. Realizing it. Yo, 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 yo. Already see all of it, baby. <laughs> now, you be thinking, you be thinking before people think. That's what I like about you, dog. You be thinking way before people think. But people be mad and then, like, then like, about two weeks later, like, ooh, please, still had a point. Ha! Now, do what you do. 
Call us 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. Who owns less money? Then you be buying one of those little houses they be having on. You seen them little houses? Tiny houses. That's the funniest show you've ever had to me. The realest (laughs) talk show you've ever had when you had them on on your show as a guest. Tiny House Nation. (laughs) Steve. Boy, they got mad at me. I know. (laughs) I ain't mad at you about that, though. I'm sorry. Let's go to line two and talk to Maria out of Florida. Hi, good morning. Hello, Maria. Hi, Steve Harvey. So happy that I was able to talk to you. Well, sweetheart, I'm glad you got through, too. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you think you'd be happier if you had more money, or would you be happier if you just settled and and cut back and did with less? I would be happier if I have more money for the simple fact that I have a wonderful husband, and every day I pray that... I'm able to do more for him because he's very hardworking. And I'm also trying to implement some mental health and child abuse services in the country, Guyana, which is in South America. It's deemed a third world country and their child abuse rate is extremely high. As I stated, I'm trying to implement some services that will help these kids out. A lot of people are in the streets that are deemed mad people, but they really have mental health issues. And because it's a third world country, it's taboo in the country to say, well, they have mental issues. They don't want to hear that. It's a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm currently working with a couple of friends of mine because we're all out of the country now. Some of us live in America and some live in other countries. So we're coming together to form an organization that will help to implement services to help these um, people out and these children. That's good work, Maria. Good work. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, she Mm. wants more money to do good. So she can help. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh Thank you, you, Maria. So better with money. All right, coming up next, it's Run That Prank Back from the Nephew. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Eight minutes after the hour. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got the strawberry letter. Mm-hmm. But, uh, fool, what you got next? I got it for you, aunt. Workers comp. Yeah, all right. What, yeah. Got about, Tommy? what you got, Tommy? What you got, Tommy? What's going on? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you play too much. Can I tell you, that is the name of the prank phone call movie. You play too much. You do. If he just give me the, If he just give me the money to shoot this thing, you play too much. Yeah, I need $1.8 million. Oh, I mean, you know. Hey, if Moonlight can do it for 1.2, y'all can help me get this money. Well, you need 1.8 me? 1.8. Oh, that ain't no problem, though. Let me go down the bank and get you this $100 check, <laughs> putting it on this movie. Then you just need 1.799999. You good with me. To all the people. Workers call. The buildings that I was hustling from that call the police on me when I was trying to leave. Yeah, Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Vincent, please. Uh, who's calling? My name is uh, Ed, Ed from the uh, Human Resources. Oh, yeah, 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 that's me. What's up? What's up? Well, Vincent, wanted to, first of all, uh, check on you. We know you are um, got injured here at the job. How are you doing so far? Yeah, man, I'm I'm making it, man. You know, everything's cool, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how long. The, the therapy's going pretty good, though, but I, I'm all right. 
I'm all okay. Right. Ther- therapy's going pretty well. Yeah, it's. They say I'm doing all right. Uh, the pain level is about maybe a six still, but it's getting better though. Okay. Listen, uh, have you been getting your your check on time? Yeah, I've been getting it, man, and I appreciate it because it really helps, man. Because you know, uh, I ain't able to work right now. They said it's gonna be a little while, so it's, I appreciate that. Y'all the one defending the check? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We oh, all the yeah. ones getting the checks out and want to make sure that that's definitely getting there. So you're yeah, you're good yeah, on that. Yeah, it's, huh? it's good. It's all good, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Okay, let, let me let me ask this. Thank we, y'all for checking on. We've got a bit of a problem that we wanted to check on. Now you haven't been doing any any strenuous. Uh, uh, no, 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 I ain't been, I ain't, I ain't been working at all, man. I just, you know, I just been taking it easy. I can't do nothing really right now. And they told me okay. not to do nothing. All right. Now you do know the rules are that you're not supposed to do anything to, to, to jeopardize your back, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm straight. I'm straight. I ain't yeah. been doing nothing, man. Okay. Well, let me, let me say this to you. We do have some, um, surveillance cameras that are showing us that you've, you've been doing some strenuous work. I, I ain't even been going nowhere. Talking about surveillance cameras. I, I don't even hardly go nowhere. Well, you know. the, 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 the strenuous work that you're doing is actually at home. At home. I'll be inside. Yeah. I, don't, I don't do nothing outside. I don't, I don't even barbecue, man. What you, what you talking about? Strenuous work. Okay. Have, have you, uh, Vincent, have you, have, you been having, have you been having sex at home? What kind of question? Who, who is this? Is this the supervisor or something? What kind of? Let me talk to the supervisor. That ain't know your no, damn no, business. Sir, I'm, I'm, having with, sex. I'm with Human Resources. I don't give a I, about man. Excuse me, dog, but I don't mean disrespect you. Just because you paying me, you know, looking out for me, and don't mean you can call me and 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 just say any kind of like that, man. About have you been having sex? What kind of question? Are you are you having sex at home? Say that ain't none of your business dog have have I been having sex or not. Okay. Any way. What kind well, of man, sir, let me talk who your supervisor, man? Sir, I'm the supervisor here at Human you, Resources. You, it's well, been brought to my attention and we actually have you on surveillance. You've been you've been having sex. Now if, only if way you can only, I know there better not be no cameras in my house. I know that much and, and who authorized some like that anyhow. Surveillance sir, for me. You're not supposed to be having sex if your back is hurting. Okay man, you 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 have a, man you been you been not have no damn camera in my house. What you talking about? Uh, 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 you been surveillance of me having sex? That's a damn lie. Uh, uh, sir, sir, what's your name? What what, what what's your name, man? I'm Ed, sir. My name is Ed. Ed, Ed who Ed? Because I'm, Ed. I'm I, look, I'm trying to be nice, but you pissing me off, Ed. This is okay, you, okay, Ed, who? Sir, 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 here it is. Ed, if who? we find out, I'm gonna I'm giving you a warning. No, if Ed, I, I don't need no. I'm giving you a warning. You let me find the damn camera in my house telling me I can't have no sex. And you all that. You cannot have sex if you're. That is strenuous work and you're Ed. putting it on your back. And we're paying Look, you. We're paying you. I don't give a damn about what you're back. paying me or what you ain't paying me. You're going to call my damn phone, tell me, tell me you got a uh, surveillance camera in my house. That's some Ed. Okay, well, look, sir, sir, Vincent, let me say this to you. No, no more sex. Wanna, you, you, don't need, you don't need to say nothing to me. But but your last name and then your supervisor name. That's what my, you need. My to do. name is Ed. Okay, and you don't need to worry who the supervisor is. You need to make sure that there's no more sex going on until your back is healed. Look, you gonna have me to cuss your out and hang up on your man. I don't have time for this, man. Just because y'all, that's what y'all do. Because y'all doing for people. Y'all think y'all can do illegal and talk to people crazy, man. When y'all helping them, I don't appreciate that at all, man. This is. I don't know who.
y'all think y'all is down there. Y'all do something for the I think y'all can just call a and say anything. That man, I don't like that. And I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but you got me heated right now, man. But then okay. it better not be no cameras in my house. Do you understand that? I'm going to tell you once and one time only. No more sex whatsoever, okay? What you talking about? I'm sorry, man. Because i tell you one damn thing. You think you're giving up some money? Now, I'm going to sue y'all if I catch a camera up in, up in, my, up in my house. And you ain't going to have to uh, never pay, uh, uh, pay pay me no more. You're going to pay me one big check, but I'm suing out of y'all, then now you understand that. I, I understand. I need. I need you to understand one more thing. Are you listening to me, man? You go ahead, man. I'm, I, y'all got me easy, man. This and then, and okay. after this, here, don't even call me no more. I'm okay. telling you, because this is ridiculous. Okay. Are you familiar with uh, Leonard? Man, familiar with what? Leonard. Do you know Leonard? Your coworker Leonard? Yeah. What about him? <laughs> Leonard got me the prank phone call. You. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Filson, buddy. You been playing. Man, get the <laughs> f*** out of here. Man, y'all about to have me the... Ooh, Lord, talk about my check and shit, man. No, man, what's up, man? This is... <laughs> y'all had me going off, man. Y'all had me heated. I'm going to kick his... Let me call that... Is he on the phone? No, he, he ain't on the phone, man. Ooh, I'm sweating like a... Oh. So I'm still, so I'm still getting my damn check. Then that's what that means. Y'all had me heated, boy. I thought y'all gonna take my. <laughs> What's up, man? Nice to hear from y'all, man. Yeah, y'all got me though, man. Y'all got me. I got one more question, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Of course, no doubt, man. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Always will be, especially uh, y'all done got me like this here. <laughs> Did I make y'all proud? What? Is, oh, you're the king of pranks, oh, if man. that's what you want. Okay, okay. <laughs> you need okay. validation. I'm going to be the king come Saturday night, Miss Shirley. That's Lake Charles, <laughs> Louisiana. Uh, did you hear me call? That's Boudin territory right up in there. Come on, man. I'm in Lake Charles, Louisiana, at the Civic Center. The nephew going to be up in there acting a doggone fool. Oatmeal yeah. going to be in the building. Eugene yeah. going to be in the building. Lake Charles ain't ready for all these people inside my doggone head. They not ready for that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's that time, it's that time. Buckle up and hold on tight. Strawberry letter 23. Subject, brother-in-law has to go. Good morning, Shirley and Steve. My husband got my brother-in-law a job at his company and allowed him to live with us a while. Live with us while he got us uh, used to the city and found a place to live. Well, that was two years ago. And he eats all our food, doesn't clean up after himself. We have no... We have no children, so one whole side of the house is basically all to himself. He practically practically lives here rent-free, all paid utilities, food, cable, pass, uh, pass to our community gym, oh, passes to our community gym and pool, etc. You name it, he's got it courtesy of us. Now my husband got a job about three hours away and had to get an apartment to stay during the week, and he has left me here with the moocher of his brother. I want him out, but my husband says he feels a lot better knowing someone is in the house with me than me being alone. I told my husband I did not care. I was sick and tired of the situation, and he has until the end of May. He says he told him to move out, and he has mentioned um, his guilt of having 
to have done it. Plus, his mother has called him and given him the guilt trip. I don't believe it's true and that he will be out by the end of May. I am counting down the days. My question is, what should I do if he's not out by May? The worst part, a couple of years before... um, The worst part a couple of years before that my sister and her kids lived with us for about a year. She did pay for food, cooked and cleaned, but I know he will hold it against me because he sees it as us helping family, desperately looking for a solution. Wow. You know what? One of the worst feelings to me in the world is to be in your own home, you know, and then be uncomfortable And to feel out of place, I mean, that's where you go after a hard day's work. You know, you close the doors, you shut out the world and just have some peace, you know, some love in your home. But but right now you're a prisoner in your own home, it sounds to me, because you can't really do what you want to do. And that's the key, because, you know, it, it sounds as if you don't think that it's your home too or you're not really getting that it's your home too and you can speak up about this. I mean, you've been dealing with this for two years. So you've just been walking around miserable and upset for two years. Um, You know, I I say this, you know, it's a whole lot. This man, your brother-in-law, has a job now. That means he can definitely get out and get an apartment. Um, To me, the bigger problem in all of this, though, is your husband. He's the one that doesn't get it. You need to have a conversation with him, tell him he's confusing helping with enabling, and that this situation is putting a big strain on your marriage. He's putting family before you, and that's really the wrong thing to do in a marriage. Uh, His family needs to get out of your house and your marriage. Steve? This is a bunch of bull. <laughs> it's what this is right here. I can't stand letters like this right here. This a grown man in your house. Yeah. Grown man. Got a job. Okay? Let me tell you where your letter went a little crazy at. Uh, he got him a job at his company, lived with us for a while. It's been two years. Mm-hmm. Who you know working can't get an apartment after two years? Yeah. Who you know can't get an apartment after six months? Who do you know? Okay, we have no children. Okay, he eats up all our food, doesn't clean up after. We have no children, so he has one side of the whole house basically to himself. Well, here's a correction. You do have children. You do have him. children. <laughs> and it's him. The big ass dude that stay in the house. <laughs> That can drive and go to work. That's your child now. That ain't your brother-in-law. That's you all's child. Mm. Uh, He's got uh, all of this stuff. Paid utilities. He doesn't pay rent. Any utility. Doesn't buy food. Cable. Pass to the community gym and pool. You name it, he got it. I want him out. My husband says he feels uh, better knowing that there's someone in the house with me. You know how many grown women can stay by themselves? Yeah. Do you know how many grown women can stay in their house by themselves? That's a ridiculous response. I feel better knowing somebody's there with you. Man, are you nuts? That's a great thing to say. You ain't there. You done moved out on the man. Now, you done left your woman at the house because you got a job three hours away, and you done left this man in the house with your woman? Are you nuts? I got it's your brother, and you don't think nothing going to happen. I'm not saying nothing will happen. I'm just saying she's sick of it. She can't come home, walk around her own house naked, and Lord know we all like to see them walk through the house naked. Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, he felt guilty. Digressing. He says his mother has called him and given him the guilt trip. 
hell, let him stay with his mama then. There you go. If the mama got a guilt trip, somebody else open up the house and let Homer, the homeless, move in with them. <laughs> but you've got to stop this. Um, I got some responses for you when I come back. This is how to get someone to leave your house. Part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter. Cool, we'll be back. back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we'll be back. I got more on this strawberry letter right after this. Don't go nowhere. The brother-in-law do have to go. Period. You know, this is crazy right here. See, here's the here's the I got helping your brother get on his feet. But see what people confuse it. Helping somebody and taking care of somebody is two different things. Mm-hmm. If you are a person who needs a nurse at your house every day, then you got somebody that's coming by taking care of you, flipping you, washing you, wiping you. <laughs> Spreading you, rolling you over, potting you. That's taking care of somebody. That's too much. All I want to do is help you. I went to the store, bought the prescription, bought it, put set it on nightstand. Nice Holler at you tomorrow. That's helping somebody. Yeah. Taking care of somebody is putting the pill in their mouth and <laughs> making them chew it. You opening their jaw and making them munch on it. That, that's what that is. Uh-huh. That's too much. Uh-huh. Rule number one. See, and the husband's got to require that his brother be a man. Stop yeah. cuddling hey. this little boy. Yeah. Be a man. Get up on your own. Why don't why do these dudes get their little brothers and these mothers require that you take care of this boy like he a boy the rest of his life? Rule number one in my house. No rent, no food, no cleaning, no stay. That's <laughs> rule number one. If you don't do these wow. three things right here, then you can't stay the day I say you can't stay. Now, how do you get him out? Listen to me. There's some things you can do because your husband has moved to this apartment during the week. Here's what you do. Put combination locks on all the toilets. (laughs) On the toilets. Not Not the the door. The toilet. And then act like you can't remember the combination. He got (laughs) to go somewhere. You can't hold it. Number two, chain a pit bull to the refrigerator. That cut back on eating. Now, once you can't go to the bathroom, you can't eat. You really have to find somewhere to stay. If that don't work, it's got to work. You can always ask your sister and all her kids to move back in in his room. Ah. Make it real crowded in there. And then after that, the last one, you may not want to do this one. This is what, what I Steve? Do. What? Well, what? I just, you know, I don't want to throw Come it. Come on, throw it out there. What? You, you can hire a hitman. Assassinate. Crazy. Today's Strawberry Letter is posted on SteveHarvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Uh, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour. From the talk, it is our girl, Cheryl Underwood. She will be in the building. Cheryl! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I talk up next from the talk, Cheryl Underwood. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here. 
Good morning, Cheryl Underwood. Yes, thank you. No, we sound like. Don't I sound like Betty Davis and Joan Crawford? Feud. And 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 why are we talking about feud? Let's talk about Family Feud, hosted by Steve Harvey, and Celebrity Family Feud as well. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. I don't think I can stay with this. I don't think I can stay with this. Yeah. What you doing? I'm on, hey, I'm on my way to the Richmond Funny Bone in Richmond, Virginia, and then on Saturday we will be meeting with the Sorrows of Zeta Phi Beta in Richmond and, and all over Virginia. Uh, March is final one of her month for uh, all of us in Zeta Phi Beta. I mentioned feud. One, uh, 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 Carla and Shirley's, is because mm. I got a chance to see the first five episodes. And, you know, Ryan Murphy that does American Horror Story uh-huh. and uh-huh. O.J. Simpson and everything did an amazing, amazing job. Look for the performance of a, of the maid called Mama Sita. She does an excellent job. And you'll see a lot of stars that you know. So I want y'all to check that out and check out how they dealt with women back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s and how some of these things are prevalent today and it's starring Susan Sarandon and, and Jessica Legg. I know y'all say, well, why are you talking about it? I don't have anything to do with it. I'm just saying there's <laughs> some great art and you want to check it out. Okay. But my real topic is so you can lie now and not get impeached. Bill Clinton is on the phone. What the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, come on now. We all was on Bill Clinton's side. We say it. If something happened, you ain't supposed to tell the truth. No woman want to hear the truth from they man when it jump off like that. Now, <laughs> I think Jefferson Sessions, that's his name, Tommy oh, Jefferson. Jr. Yeah. Jefferson. Jefferson Sessions. So you know that, yeah. that don't even sound right. Especially right. after Black History Month, Jefferson Sessions. Now, lie. <laughs> Purging himself. He's a liar, mm. a cheater. What that song? A liar, you cheater. Uh, believe it. Uh, it's oh, a song. Yeah. It's a song, Carla. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. it. What? Yeah. But this you one don't it? make no sense. No, no, no. It ain't you name it. It's a, it's oh. a, it's a song. You a liar, yeah. a cheater, and a something. Alexander O'Neill, something like that. Throwback. Something oh, like no. Alexander O'Neill is criticized. No, okay. <laughs> That's criticized. Uh, me wait, wait, okay, wait, okay. Tangent, Alexander O'Neill is when that girl say, why you got all these weak men up in here? Okay. And I brought out my friends. Y'all Alex, know Alexander O'Neill. Alex, all yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. is, Alex. the dude met with the Russians, which means he perjured himself, which means he cannot be the Eternal General. Let's bring on the impeachment. What is going on? <laughs> Bill Clinton want to know, how can I be down? You got to go. It's wild up in the White House. I'm out, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> wild up in the White House. I love that. Wild up in the White House. They just doing everything. You supposed to lose your job. You at least probation, suspension. Yeah. How you just lying? Yeah. And you supposed to be the chief law enforcement. You the attorney general. You can't lie, perjure. Yeah. yeah. Can they uh, impeach him? They should. Get a dictionary, Can yeah, they need a clean house up there. They tripping. They, they just tripping. started, though. Dang. Yeah, and that girl done put her feet all up on the couch. I don't I care know. if you want to take the picture. That's Kelly Ann Conway. Yeah. yeah, you can't put your feet up on black people's couch, even if it do have plastic on I it. Know. You can't put your feet. <laughs> all right, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you, as always, with your crazy self. Coming up, we'll take more of your phone calls. Uh, we'll be back at 48 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
There's a new survey out, guys, that finds that 71% of people believe their lives would be better with more money. I mean, we've all said that, boy, if we just had more money, ooh, if we had the money to do this or whatever, whatever. Um, But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it would make them happy. Okay. In fact, only 40%, according to the survey, 40% of the people believe that money brings meaning to their lives. And a whopping 81% say that people obsessed with money aren't really experiencing the true meaning of life. So here's a question. Do you believe your life would be better with more money? Hmm. Call us 877-29-STEVE. We'll be back. Question. Do you believe your life would be better with more money? Well, let me ask as rough this as it is, yeah. What's the next? Like, you got great toys. I like, I envy your toys. You got some amazing toys. What's the next big toy you want? He can't say. <laughs> he can say it. He don't want it. That's why he took the bread. Yeah. Oh, know your uncle. He know who he told him. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, he's allowed to have these toys. He worked hard for them. So I'm just, what's the next one on you? Because I don't even know how to dream like you dream. What's the next toy? You know what I would really, really love to have? What? What? His and her airplanes. Mm. Wow. Mm. That's balling. That's balling. That's balling. I know a guy who has that. Uh-huh. And it he makes- bought his wife the same kind of airplane he got. Oh. Wow. So they can go where it was like having your own car. Basically. I mean, you know, so yeah. so if they go in separate ways, mm-hmm. she ain't got to fly commercial. And if he got the plane, she got her own plane. You're not holding each other up. That's really now. Wow. That's extravagant. That's over the top. If I could do that, you know, that'd be cool. But you know. Man, we ain't so it's cool anyway. Yeah, I'm just trying yeah. to get his and her sinks. If I I'm get not. that going, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about his boy. and her sinks in the bathroom, yeah. Junior. Boy, ah, this boy, I tried to share this, this vanity. <laughs> yes. Man, I ain't never had that. You just want a double sink <laughs> vanity? Just, Come just on, get Junior. your toothbrush you. out my way. That's all. Yeah, if you can, yeah. Get, your get all these hair products sink. out the way. Junior, yeah, that's how it starts. Because yeah. remember this now, all I wanted was a place to turn the key in the door. The yeah. first apartment mm-hmm. I got from homelessness was $185 a month. And I struggled to make that payment. Kept a late notice on my damn door. But I swore up and down I wasn't going to be homeless no more. So I fought like a dog to come up with that money. And I did. Then the next apartment after that, I it was in the same complex. I went from 185 a month to 15. Ooh, that was a jump, wasn't it? 215 a month, dog. <laughs> 215 a month. <laughs> but 30 more? Good Lord Jesus. 
those 30 days come <laughs> around quickly, they don't back. they? Yeah, they do. But we ain't Man. working for the first. We working for that third or that fifth, right uh-huh. before that late notice. Yeah. We working right up in there. So when I turned 38 years old, 38 was the first time I got a car in my name. 38 years old. And it was a used Lexus. Man. Mm. So what was you know, your man, first new car? My first new car yeah. was a, uh, my first brand new car I got in 1990. No, for, no, no. My first new car was 1996. 95, 96. I was driving down the street in L.A. Mm. I had just got a paycheck on Steve Harvey show. I went to the bank and cashed it. I had all cash. I was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard, and I saw a Lexus, uh, one of them big trucks. I think it was a 450 or 470 XL truck. It was sitting up on the disc, turning. Woo! I got out the truck. Got out my car, went over there and told him I want that truck right there. I looked at the sticker in the window. It was $55,000. That was $40, $48,000. I had seventy grand on me. Mm. I said, I want what that truck got? right there. Right now. I paid cash. That was- wow. That was the first car in my name. Wow. wow. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you got 18 minutes after the hour. You listening? Coming coming up next. Pastor. That's who I'm is. Hold on, my secretary's out. To say what? What is a deacon you're He takes so long to say my name. Why you being so impatient? Because he's taking, he pausing. I had to get the secretary is out today. The it's uh, going to a bar mitzvah. The, the passing <laughs> digging <there. laughs> <laughs> Okay, Kat. With your permission, give me that green light. I am Rem Motown. And I am Deacon Def Jam. <laughs> And he and me, me and him, us are together. We is the leading constituents nah. for the JP JJ. That's the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching ching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hello. <laughs> Back at <laughs> your boy. That's right. That's right. Today. <laughs> We are going to take a look at horoscopes and show you how the horoscopes can be turned into racial division in our country. That's right, that's right. That's Let right. us begin with any one of them you want to. Taurus, a raid! <laughs> Taurus says jealous people could cause some weirdness for you. Avoid them if at all possible. Stop right there. Uh-huh. Sometimes people jealous of your color. Mad <laughs> about how dark that skin is. Come on. Will you look at the flesh tones on that girl right there? You got to lay out all day to get this nice, dark, smooth tan. Now, all of a sudden, hell, you guilty. <laughs> That's charged. <laughs> Angry. Let us move on to cancer. Read. 
Money does not have to make your world go round. Focus on value, not on image. Stop right there. Uh-huh. It says focus on value, not on image. Uh-huh. Value the human life. Don't look at the image just because it's darker and all of a sudden everybody walks free. Black people on, been guys. broke for a long time and having a good time the whole time. You see how this works? Anything can be twisted if you want to look at it wrong. That's right. That's right. It says take care with everything you write today. Don't waste a chance to get creative. Stop right there. See what that say right there? Mm-hmm. What that say, Pastor? You got a chance that you ain't got to waste today. Write uh-huh. something creative. How about guilty? Uh-huh. <laughs> it says See, write. Get creative. Right, right. As in Jeremiah, right. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. On, yes, Lord. Let us go down to Scorpio. Read. Focus on your health and diet today. Little changes can really make a difference. Stop right there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If you weren't so swollen up with fat hatred and racism, uh-huh. you might see things for what they are. Amen, cut, Pastor. Come cut on, out Pastor. the Haiti fat. The Haiti fat. If you can cut that out, you'd be surprised. Get a How healthy diet you? going in your life. Try love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try compassion. Amen. Put that in your diet. Sip a cup of understanding. Ooh, Put that in on, your yes. diet. Come on, Pastor. I'll cut you a slice of equality and Put chew that on in that your diet. for a while. You better preach this. Come on. I, I, I wanted to go in another direction today, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me. Because they need to put it in the diet. You need to put love in your diet. That's Amen. right. That's right. Amen, Pastor. Stop eating all that jealous jello. Uh-huh. <laughs> That hatred ham. Stop sipping on that sinful self. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, haterade is what it is. Haterade. Haterade, <laughs> haterade is what it is. Haterade. Yes, yes. We've been pretty angry today, Pastor. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, happy with that one. I think the Lord approved. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after the hour, let's get to these back to back jams. Let's go, cut. All right, y'all, we come back. It's time for one more thing. We'll tell you about that after the break at 48 after the hour, so don't go away. Tell them all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, we got just one more thing. Uh, Let's do... Huh? I'm feeling some kind of way again this morning. All right, y'all. Hey, man, let's get it going out here. Uh, I got to go to work, y'all. I ain't got no more time. Yes, sir. Yes, you do. All right. I got to go to work. Y'all can play a song, do whatever y'all want to do, but just above all else, no matter what happens, have yourself a wonderful week. We got it. Thank you. It's Thursday. It's just, yeah. Are you not planning on being here? (laughs) I love your response to it. (laughs) Y'all. Anticipate. You have not cause you ask not. <laughs> okay, claim it. 
All right, man. Y'all have a good one. We out. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fairs. Discover more at Viking.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.